And now, live from I Can't Believe It's Not Studios in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian and lucid dreamer who currently thinks he's awake. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer and celebrated butt donor who will not be doing anything about her droopy earlobes. It's Wendy Molino. Producer Tony is here to uncomfortably accept your love notes. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little pecan sandies. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Tamara Haller. Thank you for that carbohydrate. Uh, Patreon is a place you can go to submit carbohydrates that I will then call people. It is also a place you can go where you can get bonus stuff, uh, bonus episodes, behind the scenes content. There's a live stream. There's merch you can get in the mail. All sorts of fun stuff. Uh, and uh, again, that's patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Tony. You are on it tonight. I got a hot finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, David Huntsberger. Hello. On the drive here, one of the signs says, broken crayons still color. Mm. Oh. Isn't that nice? Is That's that beautiful. At, is that at that dry cleaners that does inspirational yeah. sayings? Wait, Milton It Eadies? is a Milton dry cleaner. Is that what it's yeah. for? Uh, yes, I, I believe it is. And they're, they offer free popcorn while you wait. Is oh. that the dry cleaner that looks like it should be an ice cream store? Yes, yes and it yeah, freaks yeah, me out that right. they have so much food available because they feel like <laughs> right. the chemical smell in there, you don't want to eat food in, it's like a Chernobyl buffet, yeah. like where right. it's like we have sandwiches. We're having a nuclear meltdown, but we also are having nice sandwiches. Yeah, it's like you shouldn't have the sandwiches right. that are in there to distract from. Sometimes I think they have hot dogs. I think that might be right. Yeah, it creates a real swirl in my mind <laughs> when I go in there. Right, I just want dry cleaning. I don't want the food. Do you want inspiration? Because you're gonna Not, get no, it. No, I also don't want that. All I want is the dry cleaning. Um, but Dave, it seems like it moved you. I need it. Are you a broken crayon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why they put erasers on the end of pencils. Oh, uh, wait. People make mistakes. What was Did that? W- just <laughs> broken in. pencils don't erase, though. I mean, if you're trying to propose this mm. as an equivalent. Uh, all right. Well, these are crayons. They're different. Yeah, They're I don't purposes. know why you don't try to pencils. <laughs> nope. That was a, a, a flea bag reference. You oh, thank you. That? Yes. I was yeah. like, I just saw that in something. Oh, okay. It was going to kill me. But then you remembered. I loved flea bag. Yeah, it's very good. What did you think, Wendy? It was great. And Hot Priest has everyone a buzz. I, Daniel, wait, let me finish saying hello to everyone. Okay. Sorry. Daniel, Hot, no, it was me. I'm so off topic do at you, all times. Do not take that. Um, do not need. What? Oh my god! Oh my god! What is happening Go to, to me? Go to sleep for a, like a couple seconds and then wake back up and I'm gonna, you'll feel better. I'm gonna shut down. Yeah, and take I'm a couple reboot. little, just a second. What I meant to say was, don't you be apologizing, Wendy Molino, because okay. that one's on me. Okay. Hi, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? Uh, it's going okay. I, um, you know, last night, rough night. We had a four-month sleep regression. Not me. Um, the four month old, the four month old. And, uh, it was, it was rough and I am, uh, today I'm existing on five hour energy and, um, coffee. So, and Excedrin, which has caffeine in it. Yes. And they're not really doing much to make me better. 
This is kind of only, the new you, though. Only awake. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, and I was supposed to get up super early and relieve him, but I set my alarm for p.m. Nice. Which, by the way, Daniel, I must say, you were very, very nice about it. In fact, when I texted you to apologize again, you said, that's okay, it's an honest mistake. And I wondered, are you trying to model for me the behavior you no. would like me to offer you when you make honest mistakes? No, you didn't do it on purpose, so I'm not going to be mad at you about it. Thank you. I mean, it uh, it was annoying at the time, but I think at the time I wanted to murder the world. Yeah, you came in and you're like, hey, you going to get up? I think the one thing I've learned uh, since having a child about sleep deprivation is how it it makes me so mad. And that I didn't know. Th- that's not how it was when I was in college and I'd pull all-nighters. Mm-mm. It's weird. And so, very but it's angry. Yeah, really angry at everything. And but knowing that it's the sleep deprivation helps me to just not act out on it. But man, it really is weird how it affects your state of mind. Do you remember that feeling in college where you'd be talking to your friends and then you'd all of a sudden realize the sun is starting to come up? And mm-hmm. it was just no big thing because you just, you know, snooze till three and then have a beer. Even right. after college. Yeah. With like comedy hooligans and whatnot, or you're just at somebody's house drinking and then it's like, oh, it's 4.30, how fun. <laughs> and you go home and go to bed for like 12 hours and no one expected anything of you. Right. I didn't appreciate it at the time. I didn't realize Mm-mm. that that's like really a thing of that era. So yeah. listen, young people, if you are able to do that, appreciate it now. Have you it's guys ever thought about getting a night lady? Yeah, we've thought it's about it. It's a very it. specific service I run where <laughs> you either get a sex worker or a night nanny. Oh. But you don't know who's coming. Oh my God. It's like it's a, called night ladies. I love it. You get one or the other, but you don't know ahead of time. I love it. This is like the... Um, I'm just here to promote that. That's what I'm doing on the show tonight. This is like the home helper home care version of that thing that i don't know if it really exists or not but you hear about it where you just show up at the airport and you're like i'm just gonna buy a ticket to somewhere and they that's surprise you does anyone Is know what I'm talking about? i swear to god that's yes. a thing I, I i remember that um when i was right out of college you like maybe I you're going to did. portugal maybe you're going to santa fe Wait, yeah, like you're 30 doing bucks. this or no, no, someone no, no, no. else is doing it to you? Someone's doing it to you. <laughs> so you I'm you so to, lost. So you go to the else? airport yeah. and you go to the airline. It's a special and promotion. Say, you know, it's $40 or something, but you don't get to choose where you go. <gasps> That's horrible. Doesn't that sound horrible? so much. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate it. I think I said it before on here. I don't like to even run into someone at the grocery store that I wasn't planning on seeing. Like... I don't want surprises like that. And yet, isn't that just kind of life, though? Yes, <laughs> isn't it terrible? It's terrible to be alive. Honestly, what I'm I relate so hard to that. Yeah. Oh my god, I start to sweat. I've I ruined just... friendships because I would see someone I didn't want to see them, and then I think they'd see me <laughs> and they'd feel insulted. And it's nothing personal. You just don't I, want to talk to them, right? That no social. Unexpected social. When yeah. Daniel and I were first <laughs> dating, we went to Gelson's and there was a girl who's in the comedy community who Daniel had gone to high school with, who we've talked about like wanting to get together with, really, but he just wasn't really... prepared to say hi to her at the store. So we didn't. And we still talk about it. Yeah. Because I feel like it was so rude and it didn't reflect anything about how I feel about her. Like, I think she's awesome and I would love to hang out with her. But just not at the grocery store that day. I was not prepared to have that encounter <laughs> at that moment. The weirdest time that happened to me was I saw a couple at the Ralphs at 3rd and La Brea that I hadn't seen in like seven to 10 years. I knew who they were instantly. 
And I listened to them discuss who I was. Like they didn't quite recognize me. And I could hear them. I don't know why they were talking so loudly about the topic. It was the produce section. It's wide open. It's not like the fruits are like absorbing the sounds. And I heard them be like, no, is that her? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Like that. And I was just like, fuck you guys. I'm right here. Like Like, they thought it was a TV show. Like, thank God they just did not decide to talk to me because I I really didn't want to talk to them. I did not like them. Were you just standing there sort of very noticeably looking at them? No, I think I was just focusing on my fruit getting tasks. Ah. But I could overhear them talking about me as if, I mean, they thought they were on a TV show where the person can't hear them 10 feet away. (laughs) Did they finally figure out who you were? I think they did. They kind of went like, oh, yeah. Like, it was just people I had done, like, some classes with mm-hmm. years and years and years before. But the fact that they were together made them highly recognizable. Also, I did not like her at all. So She doesn't sound redeemable. No. I mean, she's whatever. But, yeah, it was weird to overhear people try to puzzle out who you were. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm right here. Wendy Molyneux, hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. Thank you. Um, it's nice to be here. Um, given that you are so opposed to the element of surprise in your life, I'm surprised that you've decided to run this night lady service. But it's for others. Yeah. I like to surprise other people. Like I throw my husband's surprise parties. I like to get people surprise things. I don't want it. But right. for other people, I'm afraid of heights great. and I send almost everyone I know up on like yeah. you know, high just, skyscraper things, yeah. adventures, <laughs> skydiving. Which is, it's hard to get people up there probably. Yeah. If you tell them you're just getting coffee and then they show up. <laughs> And they're on a and like a door opens and they're on a ledge. They bring me the coffee and I go, shoots all packed. And they go, well, <laughs> oh my <what?"> god! <laughs> like, yeah, they don't love it. Sometimes they do. Is yeah, this- they're like, if you're afraid of a spider, you could get a friend a spider <laughs> to delight them. I'll yeah. sit there and just kind of keep looking at this jar that I have a cloth over <laughs> until they finally go, what? What is? It? And I'll go, well, you can pull the cloth if you want. And then they, oh, they go nuts. And it it goes pretty well. Probably. Is this a business that you're running? I feel like I'm trying to help them because they're afraid of the spiders. And then so I'll try to sell them the spider in the jar. You know, they don't ever buy it. But I thought like (laughs) if you're afraid of it, maybe you'd want it just like on your desk. So knowing (laughs) I caught this one, this son Mm -hmm. of a gun's in there, but they never believe it. And they don't, they just typically don't want to see the spiders. Because they're afraid of them. They are afraid of them. Yeah. And the heights thing is also like, are you trying to help people who are afraid of heights? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you were afraid of heights. I thought was the was the start of this. Oh, I don't go with them, right? I'm, I let <laughs> but them I mean, know. How do you know they're also scared? I thought this was oh right. See, when I send someone a night lady, it's not because they're scared of sex workers <laughs> or night nannies. But no, it's well, because not, yeah, you, know you hate surprises right. and then you love surprising people. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm not perfect. Like that's not the point of it. The point is not oh. to get them over a fear. Oh, that's where we differ. <laughs> I guess so. We're running two different businesses. Yeah. Yours is a very mysterious and misguided spider <laughs> and sales height. service, right? I, and height encounter service. I do think really having a really frightening a jar with something really frightening in it would be better than like Mountain Dew to wake you up if you're at work and you're sleepy. Because mm-hmm. if you you know just hey check out you know this jar and then you open the jar <laughs> and it's a terrifying spider. You should get one for your work. You know what you should get? But you can't know what's in it because you got to have the No, but something that perennially, and I don't know if that's the right word, frightens you, that Russian lady at your work that you think wants to kill you. You should get her in a jar. I know. She does hate me. Um, That'd be a big jar, probably. (laughs) (laughs) 
probably yeah yeah like a it's man not- sized jar right mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't think i could put her in a jar without hearing from hr (laughs) (laughs) tony thaxton welcome back hello thank you everyone loves you everyone's been so nice it's been they've been extremely nice yeah it's it's made me feel all warm and fuzzy oh not like this producer chair which is i'm going to refer to as the arctic tundra because i'm sorry air conditioning right on me and nobody if you want to switch me there anytime feel free (laughs) do you feel hot right now these days i'd love to be sitting oh you'd love it right here i would love it i bet i get up in the middle of the night and i turn the ac down to 68 i love being no one can stop me because it's the middle of the night. I w- <laughs> no one's up. I would love that, but I'm afraid of um, a freezing our babies and Allison's wrath. Uh-oh. That's not true. I you don't ever want it that cold. I, if it were up to me, I would want it that cold. I am also afraid of freezing our babies. That's but I'm not sure I need to be. It's it's I. If it were up to me, we would sleep at like it would be 66 all the time, probably. Or yeah, super maybe. cold at night is yeah. great. I like mm-hmm. cold. Yeah, um, we can adjust that. So the AC not... is what we're talking about. Yeah, sorry, I'm pointing. This to has the AC. become a scintillating AC show. That's right. This is the, your number one air <laughs> conditioning. There there's someone podcast. with like an AC fetish who's like, God, finally. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh yeah, Thanks for joining yeah. us on chill. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> chill all evening. Um, are you uncomfortable, Tony? Because I could probably, uh, I could probably adjust the vent. Uncomfortable is maybe a strong word. Uh, You're not comfortable. I'm wearing a jacket and I'm still chilly. Okay. Daniel's going to get up. <laughs> but, you know. Let's do some, let's um, sing a song while Daniel adjusts this. No, 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 Daniel, not manually. With your mind. <laughs> With your mind. <laughs> Hang on. He's very tired. Tread lightly, everybody. He's very Daniel, tired. Can you hand me the remote, please? <laughs> hand me the remote, Daniel. Just hand me the remote. Though, oh yeah. It, it oh, but it's oh, yeah, he's down. directing it. Oh yeah, it's coming. Oh, back thank down. you. Oh, there's yeah. Whoever it is that was JOing to this air conditioning content, <laughs> just <laughs> finished. Finished. they finished. Yeah, yeah. There's a vein button. He's and falling asleep yeah. now. <laughs> they it was can't, very they can't satisfying. Hear you, <laughs> there. That's gonna be better for, for, old, for old Tom. There we go. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. All right, we'll just keep the remote here because i think that daniel put on a setting where it's gonna adjust itself or maybe i undid the setting where it was adjusting itself all right maybe um (laughs) (laughs) this is disintegrated so quickly like so much more quickly than normal but maybe your nickname shouldn't involve the name tony at all maybe it should you know instead orbit around the the ice cube the cube yeah or the faxman chill or something you ever want to call you the Fax Man? I think I've gotten that. Yeah. That sounds like the facts of ice. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have playing been... the saxophone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got all those. I, I don't think I've actually gotten saxophone, oh. but I'm, I'm saying you know mm-hmm, damn in, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so distracted by this bug just dangling in the air. It's like a good two oh. feet from Wendy's head. But what's it? How is it on a, a, a web? What's going Wait, on? Is there it's a spider classic, near my head? Spider. 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 Oh, no, it's, it's a spider. It is? I, yeah. We were just talking about spiders. I know. What's, what's happening? We manifested Did you bring that. your jars here, David? <laughs> oh, no, I summoned this my guys. Thing. This you is you're you, doing the thing. Yeah, you said you don't, I like, don't spiders. like spiders. <laughs> That's, well, you don't, <laughs> don't like surprises. I combined two in one. He's there in there. Uh, Wait, what is that? It's a bug. It's a, it called a bugzooka. Oh, I want one. Yeah, that's my. <laughs> you should get one. It's my spider <laughs> friend. So, uh, what is that? Oh, I want one. That was I so do. Fast. 
Here's the problem with the bugzooka. Someone sent it to me. Okay. Um, and it's supposed to humanely trap them, and then you can put them outside. But I, we think nothing it, humane about it. It maims them on it. Their, oh, as sure. it sucks them into the little humane chamber. There's nothing humane about being sucked at a million miles an hour into a cage. You know, it like rips their limbs off, and it's horrible. This, this but still a dark show. Still yeah, because it's fun, right? Well, also because I think I traumatize the kids sometimes by seeing a spider screaming and instantly killing it. <gasps> we were before you got here. I was saying that I don't want Elliot to know that we kill bugs, even though I don't think he has an understanding of what that is. Yeah, because when they see one outside, I'm like, no, don't kill it, don't kill it. Like, be careful, be careful, be careful to try to get them to not be like little psycho boy right. children. <laughs> it's important, mm-hmm. and so. But then every once in a while, I freak out in the house and just kill a spider right in front of them instantly. So I'm afraid they think I'm like a psycho. You're doing the equivalent of that psychology test where a mother sits across from a child, black jelly beans, colorful jelly beans, and then she eats the colorful ones and goes, Ugh, don't eat these. These are gross. Eat these. These are really good, but never eats the black ones, just keeps eating. What happens in this experiment? The moment she leaves, the kids just dig into the color ones. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Well, they're, but no, they're not supposed to. They're supposed to eat the black ones because she told them they're better, more nutritious, etc. But they're mm. only doing what their mother did, not what she says. Mm. Right. So yeah. you got some spider killers on your hands. Maybe. Although my oldest told another child at a party over the weekend that he was not allowed to shoot a Nerf bullet at a butterfly. And I was like, we cured toxic masculinity. It's done. That's so sweet. It was. I was very happy with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. He didn't make a big thing out of it. He just goes, you can't shoot that butterfly to this other kid. Another kid did not. Good. He said it with enough authority. That he like because I think the Nerf bullet, while not killing the butterfly, would yeah. maim its wings. Definitely, like, yeah. you guys are like like bug bugzooka. Yeah. yeah. So I felt happy with that outcome. Good. Yeah, Elliot really likes bugs right now, yeah. um, and so I just think it'd be confusing if he saw me smush them. Even though I don't know that he would understand what's happening in the smush. I don't mind him liking bugs. I worry because the uh, bees will go into this water plaything oh, yeah. that he has, and he'll just scoop them out, and he'll be yeah. like, "Hey!" And I don't want him playing with. Wasps like, so you stuff. don't want your kid playing with bees? Look yeah. at you with your stick. Okay, helicopter I don't, want parent. Terri- <laughs> I don't want him to be terrified of them either. Yeah. Because I was, and that's been plaguing me my whole life. Your fear of bees? Yes. David. I thought we worked on that. Why oh, yeah, give him a jar of bees. Well, no, I remember that morning he woke up because just slathered in honey. <laughs> and then I released all my bees. I just, Are you trying to assert that the bees will then go to the honey? It's weird that they, they do make that. The honey. And they love it. <laughs> that's it's so like weird. if you churn butter, you're going to eat was, butter. That's, that's the same like thing with bees. That's like saying that a pizza delivery guy, if he sees a pizza, just goes fucking <laughs> yeah. nuts. They can't they keep himself away do. from it. Cured my no. fear of ants. Yeah. No. They <laughs> that is not what a pizza delivery you guy does. You don't know a single pizza delivery person who doesn't eat pizza. I... <laughs> Case sure. dismissed. <laughs> no, case not dismissed. It doesn't mean they go nuts. If bees they don't Daniel, deliver honey. If they saw Daniel covered in pizza, they do deliver honey. No, they, they make, make it. it. They make well, no, it. But they're not. You're not calling they bees it in unto that. the world. <laughs> okay. they, they deliver it unto the world. But they don't like go over there and like, no, they're not like Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, if there was a bee Postmates, I would use it to fucking shit out of bee Postmates. That would be, that would be nice. <laughs> just for honey, or are you just like they deliver other things like sushi? Enough bees just. A whole bunch yeah. of them, like, delivering yeah. food. <laughs> yeah. And that's essentially what they do with the honey. They don't go to eat it. They they look at it like, is that it? Did we make, is that our honey? We better go look closer. And they all no. buzz around it like, this is ours. absolutely did not happen to Daniel. Daniel, how that happened? He, he just doesn't remember. He just, no. <laughs> it would be more akin to, like, baseball players loving their own spit. 
uh, that's been scooped off of the baseball field. I think we were all thinking that. <laughs> because that's what it is. Do they, they just scoop their spit off the, ba- off the baseball field? <laughs> don't they just... Baseball field? How, I don't know sports. How do no, I don't smart. know, honey. No. So this is a bad conversational no, they... hole we've gotten ourselves into. But what if there were giant bees that loved the taste of our spit as an alternative to sugar? Then what they would if? harvest baseball AC, The AC yeah. guy just woke up again. That's his other very specific <laughs> fetish. He's a giant bee who loves spit. He like he's he was he dozed off right. because he finished, and yeah. now he's kind of like, oh, he's they finally like, now got we're on my this email. One. They got, we're doing both my things. His <laughs> eyes are spinning yeah. like a like a jackpot. He just can't believe yeah. it. He cannot Patreon believe we're on message the next number five hundred. More bees, more AC. <laughs> five stars. Send. <laughs> more you know, of this content please you know what i <laughs> suspect he's um listening to this with <laughs> i can feel this is a, a one giant of my better <laughs> costume standing right in front of a fucking air conditioning but with his wiener out <laughs> <laughs> yes and he needs his hands free and yeah spo- he does, and he's yes, sponsoring he does. The show. <laughs> <laughs> let's just Wait a little while so we can put mm. just a little bit of time between the wiener talk and what I'm about to say. Dun, dun, I feel like dun, 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 okay, dun, I won't dun, say, dun, dun, say it after because I want to know after. how many arms this guy has. <laughs> yeah, just do he's a regular guy who just loves giant bees. Yeah, who likes spit. He Does he love the anatomically correct structure of a bee? Because he might not have his wiener out. Is it doubling as the the stinger? He's not a bee, <laughs> but he's got the costume on. I know. Did you say stamen? Stinger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were getting all technical with your flower reproductive system terms, but oh, instead no. you were just saying stinger with an accent. That's a part of the flower stamen? The stamen, the pistol and the stamen. Ooh, mm-hmm. good memory. Yeah. If someone good. likes to jerk it to flower porn, this is their night too. Yeah. It's probably the and same now we have same I know. <laughs> or his wife. Yeah, <laughs> now we got it. in different rooms. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to listen to this podcast and wear a costume, or if you just want to, you know what? I'm just going to start over and say, I want to tell you guys about uh, some special wireless earbuds from Raycon. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you should check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Allison Rosen are all re- already obsessed. Um, I didn't have any wireless earbuds. I was just walking around with my wired ones, like some kind of old-fashioned person. So I was super, super duper excited to get my Raycon ones, uh, my Raycon wireless earbuds, and they charge in their case. It's and they're stylish and they sound great. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game. They're so comfortable and easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. Go to buyraycon.com slash best friend to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash best friend for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buy Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash best friend. Okay, so as alluded to before, we are still looking for a name for the studio and we're looking for a nickname for Tony. Uh, I did not compile all of the suggestions that came in, but I can recall some off the top of my head. Because this is in the backyard, it was Backyard Studios and Gardener Tony, which I don't mind, but Daniel said he doesn't want to call you that every week. Uh, 
we had Greg Fitzsimmons and a listener suggested Outback Studios or Studio Outback. I don't know. Um, The Shed. What are some of the other ones? Uh, I, I jokingly suggested Dining Room Studios East. Daniel hard passed that one. Outback. Baxton. Come on. Baxton, oh, back. Got yeah. something there. Something, something there. Someone suggested My Little Tony, which I think is very funny. I don't know that it's the right nickname, though. There was lots of, I don't know. Tony, you, did any of the nicknames strike your fancy? <sighs> Nothing. Uh, I feel like we haven't nailed it yet. Yeah, facts I don't think so ice. either. Facts, we got facts. Of, yeah. The facts of life. Someone suggested that. No, facts of ice, because he's cold. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, it's coming together. But this is... If we did the facts of ice, and I don't mean mm-hmm. to make an example of the facts of ice, but yeah. if we did, it would be like, every, how would your intro go then? Like, you know. Uh, and the, f- the facts of ice is here. <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> Book it. I would constantly have to explain right. what that means, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah really. We'll see. I like the facts of life, et cetera. Um, and then I can't believe it's not studios was a joking reference to my I can't believe it's not butter fixation. I don't know if that one's going to stick, though. Probably not. I could see that one. Yeah. Stay around. Fitz. It made me laugh. It made us both laugh. Uh, I went to a wedding. Daniel and I went to a wedding this I did past too, weekend. Yeah. yeah, we went to a wedding. I also did too. And Tony, what? I need to hear about you. I specifically see you there. I saw Tony earlier today because we recorded an episode, and I specifically did not ask you about your wedding because I wanted to save it for this show. Mm. Um, I so Daniel and I we went to San Francisco. It was the first time we've both gone away uh, and left the kids here for one night. I had I was away for Sketchfest, and then I did another one night away. And then when we were in the hospital having Owen, we were away from Elliot. But still, it was something that felt sort of big about leaving both of them for a night. Um, and I found I got really melancholy at the wedding. And I'm wondering, like, is that a thing that happens? Um, there was another wedding where I experienced it shortly after college. I went, And it was also in Northern California. I went to a wedding, and... It was one of my good college friends who was getting married and something about seeing her in her dress and thinking there was probably a series of decisions she made to get to this point. And I don't mean choosing the guy because I knew the guy. She had been with him for a long time. But just like all the details of the wedding, I'm sure were these. there were these big discussions around it. And because I hadn't been in touch with her, I didn't I wasn't privy to any of that. And I just felt so far away from her and I was so aware of the passage of time and the funny thing is that I think that was like it was a fall wedding so it really wasn't nowadays if I don't talk to a friend for a few months it's like no big thing but then it felt like an eternity um and then at this wedding it was a it it was a lovely wedding it was pretty casual um by casual I just mean like it didn't have all the pomp and circumstance of, of a normal wedding it was a fairly um it, they just wanted it to be like a big party and it was really big. Um, but for some reason, I don't know. I just started thinking about, cause this was a friend of mine from high school. Um, it was the guy who had performed Daniel and, and he had married Daniel and me. Um, and I don't, I don't know what made me so melancholy. So that's why I'm, that's my question for the table. I think also being away from my kids, maybe melancholy, but like, do you guys get that at weddings? I'm looking at you, Tony. How was your wedding? No. Uh, no, I think I just have fun for the overall. <laughs> I'm just more fun than you. Is really yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Uh, 
No, yeah, I just I just try and go have a good time. I, I I've I've been known to to maybe tear up a little bit mm-hmm. during a ceremony, but uh, beyond that, I just have fun. Yeah, it's weird. It's not like I have it at every wedding. I'm trying to figure out when I do and when I don't. Like, there's a, a hand a, a fair amount of weddings where I don't have this, but for some reason, I had this reaction at this one, and I had it at that other wedding. Wendy, um, wedding melancholy. No, I think this might be a me thing. I don't. I don't like to get dressed up. So usually, all night, all I think about is like, oh, I can't wait to take these clothes off my body. <laughs> yeah, and that's my only focus. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's getting married. I don't care about them. I just think about not wearing a dress. <laughs> I was very stressed <laughs> about what to wear to this wedding. Yeah, um, because, and I think I had mentioned it on the show. There were no women on the show where I mentioned it. I wanted to know from everyone what they thought because the invitation said dress code. There isn't one. You know, feel free to go from casual to cocktail attire. But I felt like even though it said that, I can't really wear jeans. Yeah, they're saying that, but you still have to dress up. So I you bought have to dress up like a little. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I bought like eight thousand dresses online, and then ended up just wearing something that I had anyway that I hadn't yeah. worn in years. Um, but it was like dressy enough. But there were some people who were casual. That's what I did. You see some jeans? Yes, I did. But they were still like jeans, but like a nice top and high heels. Where so was they the still, venue? It was a restaurant in San Francisco. Um, it was, yeah. So, but I still, when, when I spotted them, when, as we came in, I thought, I wonder if they feel weird about the fact they're wearing jeans. I don't think they should. I think the people that were, um, very casual stuck out a little bit. So that's how I would have felt if I had dressed down and that's how it seemed. This reminds me of when one time Jeff and I went on like a boondoggle where, um, I had written this dumb book and they let us go to this. Wait, fancy, was that? That was not a dumb book. It was you, dumb. Um, let's not talk about it. But okay. uh, I got asked to go to this fancy resort type place to be like a speaker. And they told you when you checked in, they said, you get a robe and people wear their robe, wear their robes everywhere here, including to dinner. But like something about it just didn't seem right to me. And I was like, I'm not wearing that robe to dinner. This is a trap. <laughs> and we didn't wear our robes to dinner. And there was one lady sitting there alone in the restaurant oh, in her no. robe, in a robe, like a terry cloth robe. And everyone else had clothes on. And it was like she was having a nightmare and we all accidentally <laughs> got in it. But that's what I feel like that's the, the jeans are a, tra- yeah, it's a trap. Like It is. I'm glad there were a few people wearing jeans because right. it was just one person who took them up on You'd it. you be that lady. Yeah. You can't, you got to be very clear about these things. So right. those people at check-in were probably having a big old laugh at that lady in her robe. <laughs> she really took it to heart and she looked so self-conscious. That sucks. Eating a steak in a robe while everyone else is <laughs> fully dressed. Where was this resort? It's 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 a place called Miraval that Oprah likes to go to. And I also don't Sounds know why they cushy. asked me to come because like I wrote a comedy book mm-hmm. and like I was like, well, I don't do like touchy feely kind of stuff and like I don't know what people were expecting me to do, but I did like an improv class <laughs> and when I walked in the room where they were gonna have me do it. The cushions were set up in a circle with a thing of Kleenex near each cushion. Oh, my God. Like each person was going to cry. And I was like, oh, no, no one's fucking crying. I don't want anyone to cry. I'm not going to cry. No one's crying. Like, it was so weird. The whole experience was deeply weird. Do you feel like they were like, oh, this isn't what we booked? Uh, what, what we expected? I don't know. I have no idea what what I was supposed to do or why I was there or anything. I don't I don't know. We got like two free nights and I taught the improv class and I was like, whatever, I didn't wear my robe. I win. <laughs> like that was, yeah, it was very weird. The whole thing was deeply weird. Couldn't help but notice a slight contradiction there. What? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, 
wearing nice clothes at a wedding, but you get the opportunity to wear a robe and really live it up and you turn it down. There's a space between nice clothes and a robe. <laughs> and it is almost everything. <laughs> Literally almost every other item of clothing falls in between wedding attire and a robe. But how often do you get the go ahead? Like robes are okay. But robes are almost nude. You are one pull away from nude. That is different. Mm-hmm. It's different. You, I mean, you could wear a t-shirt or something under. You don't Just have a t-shirt. To. <laughs> what I like to do is wear a t-shirt and a robe, but nothing else, and go get a steak dinner by myself. I assume what you're I in underpants. I, we're all wearing underpants oh, all the time. Oh, underpants <laughs> under a robe. That seems wrong. It's like what? a big Lebowski thing. You don't wear underwear when you wear a robe? I don't really wear a robe. But if okay. I were to, but when I'm in a hotel, I will wear one, but it's right after the shower. Okay. When are, what, are you, what are you guys all puttering around in your robes in? I recently got a robe. and uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. The guy's up again. It. This is his third thing. Robe, robe talk. <laughs> we did Big B. We did AC. And now we're on to robe talk. <laughs> this is for you, buddy. Is he still wearing his B costume? I don't know. He probably got hot probably after the last round. He was like, I'm done for the night. And then all of a sudden we stumble into robes and he's up like a shot. <laughs> okay, here we go. Robe talk. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> so I love a robe, but I don't ever wear it. I feel like compelled to wear the robe, but it feels like a to-do. It feels like, you know, they're like, oh, I've got some time. I better slip into my robe. I, I don't have a routine yet with it where I'm like, oh, I'm up. I'm going to, you know, do my morning things. And I just can't, you know, have the robe hanging on a hook. It's not like that. Like mm-hmm. It's in the co- it's in the closet somewhere. So I'd have to go purposely right. get the robe. I, I haven't integrated into my routines well enough yet. I, I feel like there's two kinds of robes. Robe there's talk. the there's the um <laughs> yeah robe talk. There's the bathrobe that's like the spa robe. Yeah, and that is al fresco. That is you're right out of the water. Dry off a little. Throw on the robe. Sit around. Sit around. Think about ordering room service. Thinking about. Yeah. Alfresco means outdoors. I think there's another word you're looking for, but I don't know what that word is either. Commando? Well. Al dente? (laughs) When you're al Al dente. dente. Alfresco meaning that your your business is outdoors. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, And then there's the bathrobe that is like you have your sleeping stuff on underneath it. So it's like... You're just wearing a T-shirt and some boxers or something. That's that's the robe I was. And that's when the putter around eating so cereal. Harshly by Allison about wearing underwear under a robe. <laughs> that seems the, fine. That's to more me. the Hugh Hefner well, you're, type. You're of. going down the hallway with your little candle that has the cool little finger oh, hook thing. You're yeah. wearing yeah. your you yeah. stocking yeah. hat, looking for ghosts. Yeah, have underwear because there's been a murder, right? and you're going down the hall in <laughs> yeah. the middle of the night yeah. in the mansion in your robe and your and your night dress. Yeah. With yeah. underwear, potentially on under that. This, yeah, if you're not the murderer. This, do you think the mur- murderer is Alfresco? Yeah, the murderer is definitely Alfresco. <laughs> and I think now we know who the murderer is. It's Daniel. Strictly because he I'm likes not. Alfresco? <laughs> I don't think Alfresco <laughs> under that robe. I don't think I understand the purpose of this robe that you guys are all talking about. Because why? if you're in your pajama pants and your t-shirt, why do you need the robe? I used to wear, I used to have one that I, would put on because I just wanted to be lazy all day. So it's like a super comfortable yeah. robe. It's yeah. not one of those heavy like hotel spa robes. Mm-hmm. It's like a light. Yeah, it's a lightweight robe. Lightweight robe. But you throw what, it on and then you can just play video games and eat cereal all day. I've seen you in this robe. But what does it, but is it, is it just the comfort of it? Is it like me wanting to be under a, a throw blanket? 
Is it tight? Does it provide warmth? You're I'm saying s- something to yourself, and if it happened to come up that a neighbor came over and knocked on the door, and you open, and they, oh, <laughs> I was going to ask if you could help me move, but you're in your robe. They would under the same way I that see. you intuitively it's understand. I've told myself I'm going to be lazy. Right. It signals to the world I am here for laziness and nothing much else. Yeah. I'm worried about this neighbor who comes over. <laughs> Unannounced completely <laughs> to ask you to help them move. Yeah, like he's, just out of nowhere. You won't believe what's it's the in last the... thing they're ever going to ask of you. <laughs> just no, what it is is to it was move. to move a box. Oh, and in that you box said to move. was the, yeah. a wall. You know, he didn't finish what he was going to say. He was say. so startled. He was so startled. I was going to help you have you move help me move a box that, it, but he just realized saw the robe and went and it cut. It. I apologize. That was on me. I, I didn't it was finish. Startling. Yeah, Think about this neighbor. Just gonna show up. I'm moving as we speak. <laughs> Can I get you to give me a hand? No, it wasn't that. It was. It was gonna be just like a box. That would probably be the way to get people to help you move is to just surprise them with it. Because yeah. people yeah. tend to feel like they have to say yes to a surprise request. Again, another reason not to like surprises, right? But. Well, I do that with my jar. People take the cloth of the. Oh, they're terrified. I go, can you help me? Can you grab that? And then can they you help me move. Yeah, well, I just they carry it out to my car, and then I go, well, you're. And then I just step by step them. Pretty soon they're moving. Yeah, well, they're moving me across town. Yeah, I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, robe thoughts. Uh, I can't. I I can't think of. I've definitely never owned a robe. So never I never owned a robe. No, I never. Maybe like maybe when, no robe, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I like that. Yeah, old no robe. It does have the. Nice, <laughs> it has a good sound. No robe, Tony. No robe, yeah. Tony. Yeah, and it, and it like there's a backstory now. It's genuine. It's accurate. <laughs> a riveting backstory. <laughs> yeah. It's accurate, much though. like the facts of ice. God damn it! <laughs> Think of all the robes you're gonna get in the mail. Just I know. Right oh, no robe, Tony. Yeah. So you've never owned a robe? No. Like, you, the the only time I can remember putting a robe on, really, is, uh, like, when I've uh, been to Japan, and there's always robes in the room, and then, as, like, dumb Americans, the first time you go, you're like, oh, you put the robe on, and everybody laughs at how you look in the robe, and then you move on. Wait, who's laughing Who at you? Who all is laughing? <laughs> all of Same the question. times you go to Japan. <laughs> all <laughs> the times, and then there's, uh, apparently, with a crowd in your room. Yeah. How do you like guys six go to or Japan? seven? <laughs> no, that's how I go too. Okay. I just thought I was unusual. Well, that's your opinion. But is it Japanese yeah. people laughing at you or your fellow <laughs> yes, I, Americans? I, no, it's you fellow put Americans. it on and then you go parade around. Down. They're like, haha, you look like uh, how we look normally. It's not weird at all to us. Yeah, it's uh, no, that's it's that's just the only time I can think of really uh, putting a robe on. And you've been so Tony uh, is a rock star. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah, we've covered this. Yeah, yeah, Wendy yeah. might not know. We're, I don't know. World don't know famous it. drummer, as she called me on Twitter today. Oh my god, maybe his nickname <laughs> should just be Rockstar Tony. I, I really <laughs> don't like yes, that. now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you've been to a thousand hotels in a million places. Japan a number of times, apparently. I'm like a weird stage mom now. <laughs> <laughs> um and you've never availed yourself of the hotel room robe. No. Just just in Japan. Interesting. And that's a good one to go al fresco with because <laughs> yeah. you get your own kind of like even though you've cleaned yourself there's you're still your skin's wet. Mm-hmm. So then you're wearing that robe if you were to hang it up in your own closet and grab it again disgusting. But in a hotel you're like, well, I went al fresco it sort of even though I was kind of dry, it cleaned up the rest. Mm-hmm. And then I, by the time I took it off I'm totally dry, but that's your business now. And then the hotel cleans Commando? it. Commando well, commandos, if you're not wearing underwear, right. but you're wearing pants. 
Oh, no, yeah, you're yeah. right. But if it's under a robe, does that still count that also as commando under a robe? I think so. <laughs> Not for me. I'm just trying to get to the bottom <laughs> of what Alfred. It can be for you. Meant to be. Yeah, it's a good question. Is there some other word like Al something for not wearing clothes? Oh, natural. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank I still prefer you. al fresco, though. Oh, natural. It's probably what I was but thinking. Al, al fresco. Yeah. But al fresco. Open air. Mm-hmm. I think the reason I came up with al fresco is because I was just vividly imagining the breeze on my taint. Yeah. You know what? You As was the guy. Rogue guy. <laughs> Rogue guy. <laughs> Definitely. You hit the fifth point. <laughs> um... You know what you need when you're imagining Breeze and the sun shining in your eyes? You need a pair of Shady Rays. I wish I had them in here because they're super stylish sunglasses. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company, so they're not just some big corporation that overcharges for shades. Everyone knows sunglasses are way overpriced. Shady Rays is out to do it differently and give people a lot more bang for the buck. And I have a couple pairs of them, and I had on one pair, and Elliot had on the other, and I took some pictures. So you best believe me I will be uploading those. Their rays are polarized and made to hold up no matter what you do outside. So if you want to save a Benjamin, you might want to give them a shot. And uh, the coolest thing I think about them is their warranty. Their goal is to have the best warranty in all of eyewear. You won't find anything stronger. So they include a free replacement if shades are lost or broken for any reason. It doesn't matter what happens, dropped in the ocean, lake, left in Japan, Tony, anything. They'll replace it. Try that with your high-priced shades and see what they tell you. Uh, And it's uh, you get an entirely free pair. You just pay a small shipping and handling fee for each replacement, and bam, you're back in business. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have provided over 4 million meals to date. So exclusively for our listeners, they gave us the best deal they have to offer. This is a Black Friday-level deal they're giving us. Use code BESTFRIEND for 50% off two or more pairs. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for $45. This is the best deal that Shady Rays offers exclusively for us. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, S-H-A-D-Y, Rays, R-A-Y-S.com, where you can find all the newest and best shades. All right, and I'm back. So, Wendy, you are 31 weeks pregnant? 32? 32. How are you feeling? Good. No change. I am so impressed with your not being nearly as uncomfortable as I was pregnancy. Or are you uncomfortable? Were you very uncomfortable? I was, yeah, I was really sick at the beginning. And uh-huh. then I was, I had extra fluid. So I was, well, I gained a shit ton of weight and I had a lot of extra fluid. So I was just like was a water fluid, balloon. Like extra amniotic fluid? And, yeah, it's called That's a po- thing? Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. Yeah, it's called polyhydramnios. I had it oh with Elliot, God. and I was just like on the. I, they consider anything over, I think, twenty four units of whatever. It's something that causes a lot of concern too. Yeah, but how it can they just, find that out. Are they not examining me enough? I don't know how no, much I have. Oh, I might have none. <laughs> no, they, they know <laughs> if you have that. Too much. How would, do they know? How do they know? I think they just measure it when they're looking at the sonograms. It's on the ultrasound. Oh, it's on the ultrasound. Yeah. So they okay. they oh, are measuring yours. Have been pretty normal, Knockwood. They're measuring yours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, then they with Elliot, they would always comment on like, "Oh, your fluid looks great, great fluid," and then all of a sudden it just tipped over. So no one's even said the word fluid to me. Now I'm worried. No, it's <laughs> good. not Looking even in like there. make sure you drink plenty of fluids. I guess maybe they said that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure you got excellent fluid. I don't just, know. Just right in the right ballpark. I have ballpark. to go have that 34-week one in two weeks, right? That's like the last biggie. 
You look in there and check it out. I haven't had one since like, I don't know. I can't remember what the last one was. You know what's weird? six weeks. With Elliot, they did an ultrasound at almost every visit. And then with Owen, they really only did a few of them. I think they've they've decided now that babies don't like ultrasounds, probably because it sounds like a sonar or a whale or something. I don't know what it sounds like. Yeah, they get confused. Then they try to find a whale when they get out. <laughs> that's right my um, mom's a whale <laughs> i was but that's th- thank you for bringing me back to what i was saying so i was just extremely uncomfortable and um cranky but you seem a little more uncomfortable this week than other week like i finally was like oh shit i need a body pillow like i made my sister bring me her body pillow um like for sleeping. I think just because I have three other kids, I'm just like always uh, tired at night. So I wasn't uncomfortable enough to like, I was so tired. It didn't matter. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So far, but I mean, it could all go downhill at any second. So let's not, let's not count our chickens. (laughs) Things could get weird. And you also tweeted that now you're at the point where if you drop something, Oh, I don't like to, I don't want to pick it up. Can you put socks on? Yes. I did make Jeff cut my toenails. <laughs> did I say that last <laughs> no. time? I made him cut my toenails. I don't think you did. How'd because it I, it's like gets crampy. Like you don't want to pull your knees up to your chest. That feels terrible. Yes. So yeah, I don't want to bend down. I don't want to like I go to the gym and I go on the elliptical and I feel like a real hero for that. And that's that. You are a hero. Thank you. I don't think this is the praise I've been looking for. You're a hero. <laughs> you're a national treasure and you're a gift to humanity, just like the bees delivering their honey unto the world. Right. I don't think most women are exercising in their third trimester. I think everyone is supposed to be, but I feel like a lot of us cannot do it. So I'm impressed. I feel fairly good, but again... I feel like things could go south at any moment, so I just want to keep it going this way. Are we'll you? See. How are you feeling about having a newborn again? I feel. I think I said this last time. I don't like the hospital processes and medical stuff, so I don't. I haven't really thought about the newborn. And we've also, <laughs> we've also got almost, I can't, I'm yeah. going to be happy I because I'll be done. Yeah. I'll be done with birthing the child. I went on my hospital tour today and we walked in through the door and they had like two of those medical looking beds and some device. And I literally made a face where I like stuck my tongue out and rolled my eyes. <laughs> and like, I wonder if the nurse giving the tour like saw me and thought I was reacting to her speech and tour, but it's just the sight of that equipment alone. I'm just like, Oh, Oh, get it away from me. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hated the hospital tour. I don't want to do it, but I have to do it to get the baby out. Yeah. Do you think so, in like a previous life you were like a Civil War veteran maybe, or something? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I was probably a Civil War veteran. So I was remembering <laughs> my own limb being put in a bucket and Walt Whitman just sitting there fucking smug as shit being like, I think I'll read a poem about it. <laughs> Not that I'm Walt. fine. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably what it is. It's a Walt Whitman related Makes trauma. Makes complete sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. No, now that you're saying it, I'm a hundred percent sure that's what it is. A hundred percent. I have a gift I'd love to give to oh, you no. next week. <laughs> I don't want it. Is it a limb and a I bucket? Won't say, no, no. I no, say, I don't want just that. Just come to lunch with me. No. I don't want You'll it. like it. I don't want to get a limb on a ledge oh, or whatever it is you're planning. <laughs> it's totally, spider on it. totally unrelated to this. Don't want it. Yeah. Uh, we also have bought almost no stuff. We're going to have one of those little squares you can put in the middle of your bed. Oh, a docketot? And then my sister's giving me her snoo. And then I we bought like four outfits and some diapers. That's it. We're just, we're over it. I think that's all you need. It is. I don't want to, I keep forbidding people to give me a shower. I don't want a shower. People keep asking me and I'm like, if you fucking give me a shower, (laughs) I swear to fucking God, I'll kill you. Like I have to be really strict with people 
about not wanting a shower because right. people want to do it. They do want to. And I'm like, no. Did you have a second shower? I didn't. Yeah. See, yours were close together. Mine were close together. I knew I was having a boy, so I had everything we from had Elliot. Everything. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, are you supposed to have a shower? I feel, feel like... I didn't, I didn't know whether you're... Sp- I think I read that you just do a shower for the first one. Yes. That's... So I'm sort of under that impression, even though I think we could have done... I don't know. I didn't really need anything. We had everything. Could you I do think- a, pr- a first shower and be like, just preemptively, we're probably going to have like six, so as many gift cards <laughs> as, as you want to chuck things. in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's because my two middle ones were foster to adopt and no one threw us a shower for that. So my last birth was like almost nine years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think people are feeling like, oh, and now you're having your second... I'm like, no, this is our fourth. Like... We don't need a shower. Right. Please don't give us a shower. Like we don't want more stuff. So I don't Plus, know. It's a weird. I was going to ask having. because I had something that I was uh, like a bottle warmer that we don't need anymore. Right. But it's but it's semi broken. But anyway. But before I realized it was broken, I was going to say, "Is there anything you need?" And then I realized, but you probably have everything because of the two the the because of the foster to adopt kids. We also aren't moving until after the baby comes. So we have no room in our house for literally anything. Mm -hmm. So we bought the bare minimum of stuff to get us through the baby's like first three months. And then like, we'll probably need stuff again because we gave stuff away because we didn't think we could have a baby. Yeah. So we did give some stuff away, but we don't need anything that I might have. Ask me. I will. I have a bale of straw. Would that be (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. They want you to first, the first four months you're supposed to let the baby sleep on the hay. That's what I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it's like toughens the baby up. Yeah. Right? It's great for the immune system, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put the baby in the hay. That's why that's a uh, popular <laughs> saying. That's where that comes from? Yeah. Put the baby in the hay. Yeah. Uh, how's the rest of that one? Oh, uh, put the baby in the hay and there the baby will stay. That Yeah, I knew I, I did know that one. I always wondered yeah, what that That's meant. where I got the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that means is literally oh. to put There's the baby m- in the hay. Actually, more to it, though. It's put the baby in the hay. There the baby will stay. If anyone asks, just say yay. Oh. Go this way. Go this way? Yeah, go this way. <laughs> and that's what they say. So it's an Remember? illustrated book? Is this a book? Why would it say go this way? I think they mean metaphorically like this way, like sleeping the in way the hay. The way of the hay. The way oh. of the hay. Thank you, Daniel. You're familiar yeah. with the Obviously. Gym. Wendy and I studied this in poetry class in college. Yeah. Remember? Ah, that's the... Encyclopedic knowledge of Walt Whitman. Yeah, yeah. We actually did take a we did Walt Whitman and Emily Dickens in class. Is that what it was? It was those two, just those two. (laughs) Do they give you scarves when you get there for the first day of class? They might as well fucking go. They were they tried really hard to like give us some sort of English literature education that was also like straight out of a movie. I feel Mm -hmm. like it was like literally ivy covered buildings and like thoughtful professors and like yeah like gatherings with like tea and cookies mm-hmm. and talking about modern i mean there it really was like right sometimes we'd sometimes we'd have class outdoors and we'd sit in a circle yeah. yep 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 but they didn't provide kleenexes um i think it was emily dickinson and walt whitman and but now right. i'm thinking did i or did i just take an emily dickinson class no i think you're right it was the two of them and it was taught by christian miller perhaps? yes yeah. and there was a guy named dylan in the class was? he was very blonde and one time he referred to emily dickinson as emily and professor miller was like could you call her uh <laughs> dickinson yes please you because... wouldn't refer to a male poet by just his first name right yeah. Al- although i like the idea of doing that yeah walt charles <laughs> t.s 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was like, she had a husband, but she called him her partner. Like, she was very proto-modern. Yes. She was like, the professor. Of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, because she didn't want, like, gay people to feel left out, so she called her husband her partner. Like, mm-hmm. she was very into, like, she was woke before woke was a thing. Can Can I ask a woke question? Sure. Let's um, all get in big fucking trouble. I, <laughs> I know. I know I'm going to get into trouble here, but I'm, I'm, I feel like it's okay to ask these questions. My butthole is in my face right now. I, I feel like it's okay to ask these Uh-oh, questions. This is Robe Guy's fifth thing. <laughs> what? Buttholes in faces? No, uncomfortable. No. I, was, I too was unsure. Woke trouble. I've yeah. seen um, on Twitter. Oh boy. Maybe I shouldn't ask this. <laughs> Listen, it can still be cut, right? Yes. Well, okay. Okay. So, biological women who look culturally like women will put in their Twitter bio pronoun she, her. Yes. And I understand if you're trans, I understand all the gradations in between wanting to be specific, but that one I don't quite get because it's sort of being like i'm just a straight lady but participating in this kind of yeah because it's like yeah i know she her right like that or is it them saying you can feel comfortable she hurring me because i think but are there, i've seen dudes but, say he him but i but, but are there i guess the question is are there just the you know what you would call cis biological you I'm going to dip a toe here and I just feel who don't like she her <laughs> real trepidatious about this. I think maybe what you're getting at is like it would be inappropriate if they did put Z or X. You know, it, it is the only option for the, the group you're talking about. And therefore, it's are you saying what? it's kind of unnecessary. I think, I think it's an attempt thing? to normalize asking, the like idea. declaring your pronouns. I think that's what it is. And then, of course, there are probably some people who do it because they want to participate in sort of that whole makes cultureness. Because mm-hmm. there's always like, you know, I don't know. Sure, there's that too. I think the idea maybe of normalizing the idea of it probably has to be what it is. Because otherwise it just doesn't, it's like, yeah. The opposite I'm, though is like I, if they're sure. trying to participate and I went to like a page that said pronoun is him, exclamation, like that's a Trumpy guy. That's right, like I know what you be, mean. It's like, mm. it's almost like, don't call me anything else. I'm mm-hmm. cis, please mm-hmm. don't. So I think it's, but I think it's because it's all new and so it feels unusual mm-hmm. maybe, like mm-hmm. for someone who's clearly straight, cis, gender conforming, to say I'm her, and you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but maybe I think I, like somebody was saying they went to a conference where they had people put their pronouns on, so that everyone had it on, so that trans people did not feel as if they were that, yeah being pointed sense. out or standing out. Everyone was saying what, and also there may be someone I I don't know, but who does appear straight and says, but who prefers to use a non gender conforming pronoun or not the pronoun you would expect. So I guess that could be a world where someone who looks very but feminine then, would prefer to be called a he or him. And that's just how they're rocking their life. And that's, but in that, that case, they of. would put that 
Right. You know, so, but I, but it makes sense. But I guess then it's like saying, it. yeah. yeah, I think that might be. Right. Because why? maybe, oh, I don't know if I should have yeah. dipped a toe, but. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> because I'm just going pr- mean, to ascribe the best possible motivations to everyone and think that and everyone's just doing it to kind of normalize that. Now that all of you have dipped your toes in here and each of you look super uncomfortable, it's my turn. Um, it's also possible that, Daniel, the person that you think is biologically female cis etc isn't right right well no i understand that but i think in that case um either it would make sense before this conversation i would go it would make sense to either not say anything because if it's something if you pass as they would say like if you're just like oh you know the society sees you as a woman and right. they would naturally call you she her so why call it out i think they i or, i think society has changed enough though that maybe it isn't that maybe it isn't like they would naturally call you that maybe like to wendy's point maybe there is a gen, a younger generation and culture of people who don't assume a pronoun unless you say it in your twitter bio at all maybe do you know how there's like that I certain yeah. i don't know subset of people that you know they every dog is a male and every cat is a female Mm -hmm. it's like oh how old old is he and you're like oh she's two does he play fetch (laughs) she does not oh he doesn't they refuse (laughs) to come around to it i wonder if we uh and and like culturally make too big of a deal because sometimes when that person's doing that you're like all right they're just not gonna get it i don't think it's out of malice it's just annoying right but like when you're a child or something like if your child saw you get called the wrong pronoun at the grocery store or something i think most people (laughs) it's actually and what if we just didn't i mean if someone right well i will i always feel weird correcting people about elliot because especially when he was younger people always he's he's a pretty kid people always assume he's a girl they used to always Mm. assume he was a girl um and then i would sort of gently correct them and then i but then i always felt weird about doing that so sometimes i wouldn't at all i just Um, never remember caring like if i was checking out someone miss can i help you and i go "Uh, yeah here you go and they go oh i'm sorry i don't think my facial i don't it didn't it didn't it doesn't impact me i think and i think we do make a weird big deal about Mm -hmm. that but I think people who are feeling maybe um, gender dysphoria and uncomfortable in their own body who've been called he or she sort of erroneously to what they they inside feel as their gender is more hurtful for them because yeah. they're, they may be in a situation in like small town or something like that where they have had to live physically, representationally as a man but felt like a woman forever. And so people calling them he and him feels painful and so once they can go through the transition process they really would prefer to now live as the person they've always been and be called she or her which are their correct pronouns so i think it's like maybe it's more painful i'm Mm -hmm. cis so i don't know but i'm guessing that perhaps like it's painful to be thrown back into your like trauma of being called he him when that's not who you were on the inside or vice versa so maybe that's but yeah i mean i think all the kids are getting more fluid and more open now at least in california i do not think it is the same everywhere though yeah Like there's a there is more acceptance out here. Yeah, I think it's maybe just like, hey, um, you can show respect by acknowledging these pronouns, and so that's why they put it there. And you can also show respect by saying, like, yeah, it's not weird to do that. And maybe just like don't ever assume is kind of the message too. Because somebody could be preparing to transition or they've just decided to start using what they feel are the correct pronouns. So they may be physically Mm -hmm. not what you're expecting or whatever. Like, so maybe there's, again, I'm just totally speaking out of my butt, but hopefully, I don't know. (laughs) 
As someone whose butt is in her face. I yeah. Feel- <laughs> That's a, what a disgusting turn of phrase that was that oh. I said. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, this is the kind of show where anytime I talk from the heart about a company, it was just a couple moments from, from some kind of reference like that. Um, but I want to talk to you guys about Rothy's. Do you know Rothy's? They're super popular. Yeah. Uh, they quit. They are. Go. You got it right. You got it right, Wendy. Do we have like shoes. a ding? You got it correct sound? There you go. Finally. Rothy's has quickly grown to a most loved gotta have them brand. It's no surprise they have over a thousand nearly perfect reviews. They're stylish, sustainable, comfortable, washable. Really an all-in-one pair of shoes. They're the perfect flats for life on the go. They're great because they're really soft and comfortable and you can wear them out of the box and you don't get blisters. Um, I've mentioned before that our dog walker uh, was wearing Rothy's and I asked her about them and she's like, yeah, I can, I can wear them right away and they don't give me blisters. They're the only shoes I've found that are like that. Uh, they're perfect for life on the go and they come in a wide range of colors and patterns. They're available in four different silhouettes. They're constantly launching new styles. So you're guaranteed to find a pair or three that you love. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks and they sell out constantly. Uh, and they're made from recycled plastic water bottles, which is crazy because you hear that and you think, well, would that be like some kind of uncomfortable plasticky shoe? Not at all. It feels like fabric. It's crazy. Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Allison. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash Allison to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash Allison today. R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash Allison today. Okay. So I think I've mentioned before... Well, I know I've mentioned it before, but I don't know if I've mentioned it to this particular group, uh, that the listeners themselves set up a way for them to submit Just Me or Everyone's anonymously because they have some Just Me or Everyone's that they feel are too spicy to have their name but attached. Once we're again, a spicy night. Yeah, yeah, but once again, I know Daniel. We're pointed, not anonymous. Daniel pointed <laughs> out the f- us to comment on them. That's fine. Daniel pointed yeah. out the real flaw yeah, in this really system, is. which is. We have to say whether we (laughs) (laughs) to do these things or not. But anyway, here are some. It's like poop in the bathtub. Like, um, not me. (laughs) Right. So let's do some anonymous Just Me or Everyone. Spicy night. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Now, I also have to say that some of these aren't even spicy at all. And I'm like, why? Well, you could have just submitted that the standard way by tweeting it to A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. But some people don't have Twitter. So I think they're using this. this these are people who have been wanting to share their JMOs for a long time, and they finally have Maybe just call it that. This is a place to upload your JMOs. Well, and for people listening that want to get in on this, where do they go to do this anonymous posting? Well, you got to go to Twitter. <laughs> you got to search back, scroll back, back through my tweets and find the tweet where I put the link. Why do you link. make it so easy for everybody? <laughs> you could retweet that link, Alice. I'm going to retweet the link. That's what I'm going to do. Good thing you can here. find it using Twitter advanced search. I'm going to retweet it. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, here's a, Someone said, I saw a thing trending on Twitter and I need your responses. Just mirror everyone. I don't wash my legs in the shower because I think soap that runs down my body does it for me. This was like some Twitter moment. It was a thing. big Twitter thing. Yeah. But I feel like we've maybe uh, talked about did that Did we do this one? On this. God damn no, it. No, no, not, not since the Twitter thing. Okay. Like a couple years ago. I, 
I will wash my legs. I don't wash the bottoms of my feet. I think we talked about feet washing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Because it's standing on the suds. And also, if you actually put the soap on there, you'll slip and die. Yeah. <laughs> That's not smart. I would never put soap on the bottom of my feet. I do wash the bottoms of my feet. That's one of the last things I do. Do you do the whoa, 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 what? Like, (laughs) when you do that? I I make little windmills with my hands. (laughs) No, I I just take the soap and I just quickly, like, lather up my foot and then rinse it off. You know what's nice for that? A brush. An old-timey old man in a tub. Oh, like in your Uh, aluminum tin bathtub? Yeah, you got a brush. You just reach down and scrub the bottom of your feet. It's great. you go like, hee, hee, hee. No, it, it doesn't feel like that. Okay. Have you ever <laughs> taken a bath in an old tin bathtub that's suspended over a fire? No, that's, have that's, you? That is someone trying to get you in a soup. <laughs> that's, that's why they were being soup. so nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you wonder why there were carrots in there? Yeah. He said he was Stop, afraid of soup. I was hungry. <laughs> not, that's not bath snacks. That is you spice. I'm going to have to rethink not, that, yeah. that trip that I took. Yeah. Hmm. I think you'll like it. Subscribe <laughs> in. See what you think. I hate showering. I scrub as little as possible to get the fuck out of there. I don't like showering. I find all the functions of just being a human being exhausting. Like, Do you like I'm any even of them? just like some, like if I'm hungry, I guess eating's fine. But I'm also just like, God, we have to eat so often. We have to shower. That's so we have to like uh, just all the like. I just get bored of the regular stuff of life. I know it's terrible. No, but I do. Yeah, you. you tweeted something like this uh that you're was it something about like 20 minutes after you get up you tell yourself you can go back like, oh that is my pregnant i said that's my pregnancy phase right that's now. me all the time no all the time though just like as soon as i get up like oh i just have to get through the day and then i can go back to sleep and like i feel like that's a really terrible attitude to have it's just how i wake just up happens sometimes i like yeah. other parts of my day but i find like the self like when people say self-care i honestly want to vomit i know they're talking about other things but to me, like my least favorite thing like is eating. to go get my hair done or <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. do Upkeep. anything that's, yeah, that's it. I've been trying to get my hair done more frequently because I realize I start to look like, uh, like not professional, <laughs> like where I should not be going to any meetings or doing anything because I just start to look like I just got out of a bin. Like I don't look right. <laughs> Can I know it? But I don't like. All there. <laughs> what? Like you I got don't out of really a bin. Relate to that. No, with his shoulder length locks. It just stemmed a lot from like, I'm just sick of doing all the stuff. Sometimes you get sick of doing the stuff. You don't even want to brush the teeth sometimes. This is just normal, I think, right? We used to die at like 35, and now we got to keep doing the stuff Mm -hmm. past 35, and we're like, oh, wait, can you talk? (laughs) still have to do this. Can Mm -hmm. you talk more about feeling like you have to look professional, though? Because I like kind of vacillate wildly between, I got to do all this stuff to look presentable and like, fuck it. I barely even think I should have to wear a bra. I, for me, it's the, I mean, it, it like, I really do not like personal upkeep. I don't like to shop. I don't like to, so like Same. sometimes I'll like go to like a meeting or something and I'll realize there's like an actual hole in my pants. I'm just, I wasn't born to keep up a professional lady appearance. It's a lot of effort for me, but sometimes I realize I'm and like, you still turn down the robe for dinner. I'm <laughs> through the looking glass and I like, I now look like, I don't know, just hot garbage, and I need you to like do t- something. You have beautiful earrings on, and you look very put no, together. No, I'm saying that I get to a point sometimes I yeah. that I do not do appropriate self care. But do you feel like it will jeopardize? Like it'll impact how you're seen in the in a professional no, setting? Oh no, it's more just like I realize I've just gone like completely pig pen, mm-hmm. and I just need to like do 
pretend to care like five percent right the um (laughs) i think i might be making people uncomfortable because i'm so sloppy (laughs) like i feel bad for them you you mentioned the that uh, spider did earlier come down right by your head (laughs) right well it's like i mean literally the minute i get in my house the no i mean it's not, al, al not fresco. nude. I don't go al fresco, but like <laughs> underwear and a shirt. I mean, oh, yeah. just, I just, My I don't want to, yes, I don't want to like participate in society in many ways. Same. So, but yeah. I don't even have a job that gets me out of the house. So yeah. I don't know, but I do feel better if I actually am a productive member of society it just takes a lot of pushing to get me there yeah so i mean long story short do i wash my legs no i don't wash my legs <laughs> i do the bare minimum i shave my legs and i feel like that counts as washing so it's really just that re- is removing a layer of skin yeah mm-hmm. um i found when i was pregnant that i really had to shower every single day and i felt like i wanted to shower i did i no i think there were some days where i showered twice a day but i hated showering at the height of pregnancy I hated it because it's just it's it's too exhausting. Yeah. You mentioned that uh, gal at work who hates me. Yes. So, (laughs) and she fucking hates me. She hates me so much. And uh, so she's Russian, and she is always very well put together. Like she clearly, you know. um, And I've looked this up because I'm like, is it a her thing? Is it a Russian thing? And um, I read that Russian culture, like they all just, you know, try to look always as put together as possible. And I think one of the things I've wondered if one of the things she hates about me is that I have just fucking like given up in that department (laughs) so hard. I was thinking on the drive home that I'm basically now just two eyeballs floating in a gelatinous amorphous physical form. I feel like you guys are being way yeah, too you hard on yourselves. You're wearing you look, a button-up yeah, shirt. Yeah, you a button shirt. You got like trendy shoes on. You've and Wendy, as Allison mentioned, it's... you've got the earrings. You're, you're not, neither earrings. of you are wearing burlap sacks. <laughs> you both have like clothing that looks like you specifically went and purchased it. <laughs> like four years ago. <laughs> I literally own 10 of these shirts. I bought 10 of the identical shirts. Is that one for my shirt pregnancy. or is that a layered shirt? It's two shirts. But this outside shirt... There are 10 of them in different colors, and that's what I did for my pregnancy. I bought 10 identical shirts, idea. and I've been wearing them like a cartoon character. I respect I the love hell that. out of that. I, I, there was one year where I saw Oliver Stone um, speak like maybe three times, and, and then I saw him in person, and every single time I saw him, he was wearing a lime green button-down shirt, and I, I had to assume he's got a closet with only lime green button down shirts. Yeah, it's a Steve and, Jobs thing. And I'm just like fucking brilliant. You yeah, never but have to worry like about it. That's like a bold it. choice to lime wear green. repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. That is a yeah. one. It was like I, mean, I say as a woman who has never no elbows on my jacket thing. Well, like Wayne Coyne from the Flaming Lips wears the white suit all the time cuz I think he picked this up in some way from Paul McCartney who was like when people see you they're going to say, like, they don't want to see you in gym shorts. They want to, like, oh, I saw Paul McCartney. Yeah. And so I think that might have been Oliver Stone's thing. I, like, I'm going, I'm green. They're going to know it's me. I saw Eric Clapton in gym shorts. You did? Yeah. Was One it unsettling? Time, no. Jeff and I were eating at, you know, there's an American Rag store mm-hmm. on La Brea, and then there's a cafe attached to it. In American Rag C. Yes. Yeah, we were eating at that cafe because we used to live around the corner back in the day. And so did we. We were, yeah, right near where you guys mm-hmm. used to live. We sat at the table for probably 30, 45 minutes until Jeff was like, That's Eric Clapton. And I was like, What? 
<laughs> so unassuming two gentlemen were having lunch right next to us and it was smart of him to be wearing like gym shorts and like a t-shirt because we did not realize we were eating mm. next to a superstar and no one who walked by noticed him either he had gym shorts on it was exciting he was probably so telling the that other story way. later like I could hear every word they were saying. <laughs> they yes, were I did out. to him what those yeah, people yeah. at the grocery store did to me. Maybe it's just a thing that happens to your voice you're unaware of when you're yeah. seeing someone that you're a little, like, not starstruck necessarily, but like, <laughs> I, is that them? There's a big difference between Eric Clapton <laughs> and myself. <laughs> I would like to postulate <laughs> a big difference. Be, yeah, because we, I, he probably, the, he was just waiting for us to say it. Whereas me, I'm just going to the fucking grocery store, not expecting two yahoos to guess who I am. <laughs> okay. I know that using Q-tips is a big no-no, but dot, 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 I get eargasms. Just me or everyone. And then hashtag sorry, Daniel. Why the sorry, Daniel, on this one? Uh, have I expressed a um, preference for Q-tips? Oh, maybe. I do use Q-tips. Yeah. For your ears? Yeah. But I don't get eargasms. No, I don't either. I yeah. just get a case of tickled ear. Like, you get that weird tickly feeling when yeah. you've got, like, gunk in there, and I just want to you know. I have never cleaned out my ears. You haven't? That's You're not no. supposed to. You're really not I know. supposed to. But then everyone looks at me. I said that in the writer's room, and everyone was like, you've never gotten your, put a Q-tip in there? I'm like, no, because we were told not to. And I don't think I, I don't think I've suffered any harm from this practice of not putting things in my ears. Well, There's they gotta say. be a line, though, right? Between it's got to be okay to get some of it out of there. But I'm I, fine, right, for never doing it. That's do you, fine. Do you ever I'm, feel like you have trouble hearing? I think no. that's the only problem. Would be no, is if I'm fine. yeah. What about water after a shower? Because to me, that's really the key time. I don't really you don't in, in my any ears. Way, not even your finger every now and again? Just no, nothing. Nothing goes in my ears. Do you ever use earplugs? No. Let's try that bug zooka in there. <laughs> yeah, put it in there and see if something comes out. This is like hearing that someone has a superpower. If I could read exceptionally fast or never have to clean out my ears, I, it would be a tough you decision. You don't have to. <laughs> I make so much earwax, it's unsettling. It's it disgusting. Is, it is. Maybe it's because you it. clean yeah. it out, and so your body's like, we gotta mm. fucking make more. He's taking it. He likes it. <laughs> a giant is coming in and taking it. <laughs> your body's separate from you uh, in this scenario. Do you, you do it the shower or hit it or anything? Do you go swimming? My ears are fine. I swim all the time. I love to swim. It's my favorite thing. That's So that's what's happening. No, we did We yeah. did have to only turn up your headphones when, before the show started. <laughs> I can today. hear just fine. I'm just saying you're the only one that wanted them louder. I know, but maybe I just like to hear myself talk. <laughs> Wait, where are you swimming all the time? Um, anyone who will offer me a pool, I will swim in. Um, anytime we, we went on vacation, we swam every day. Um, we belong to a pool club that <laughs> I'm not kidding. A cheap pool club that we go to most days of the weekend. I love to swim. It's just great. Why, well, why wouldn't you swim? It's like such a childhood delight. And it cleans your ears. It does not clean your ears. Yeah, of anything. Yeah. It puts chlorinated water and bacteria in there. But it kind of, you know, like, maybe not bacteria though. I assert I'm right. Um, yeah, they, and they say that Q-tips can actually push the wax in more. Q-tips yeah. are like the one product, uh, I haven't been able to think of another, where its main use, the main thing that you know it is for, is not mentioned anywhere on the product Right, box. You're right. And they, you're not supposed to use it, but they know. They're not, yeah. yeah. So it's like a variety of uses. For example, putting on makeup. Medication. Yeah, mm-hmm. like hobbies, you know, um, but not... Clean your ears. Yeah. Yeah. When I met Daniel, 
He had super nice toilet paper. He had boxes of Kleenex and he had Q-tips. And I was like, this guy lives a luxurious life because I had come from an existence of toilet paper doubles, doubles as Kleenex and it's not the fancy kind. I had fancy toilet paper. This was paper? like a pretty woman situation. Yeah. <laughs> it really he was. Like picked you up yeah. in, in this car. That's right. I could have been a sex worker. And- I could have been there a night nurse. <laughs> a night nurse. You didn't know what I was. I flossed in the bathroom. Uh, it's like when Richard Gere gets her one of everything for breakfast. That's he right. had Q-tips, Kleenex, and toilet paper. He did. All the things. <laughs> and you were like, I'm never leaving. And, I had and a- he's like, I will pay you and you will leave. Remember that line from the yeah. movie? And I had oh, a- and I will let you go, Vivian. Right. You and I had that gentleman, uh, Q-tip caddy, who would... That's right. Give you the selection yeah. of Q-tips. And then he closed the jewelry box on my hand. I went, oh. surprise you. He'd close the toilet paper roll. <laughs> he'd squish it so that your fingers would get caught in the middle of the toilet paper roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took you to like a fancy dinner where everyone had nice toilet paper and you didn't know what to do. That's right. Oh, what a romance you two have had. Mm. <laughs> it was delightful. That's how you sweep them off their feet. Yep. Q-tips, Kleenex, and toilet paper. <laughs> yep. But then I, I was like, he's a real adult. <laughs> yeah, There is a difference, though, between someone who has that stuff and someone who doesn't. I grew up in a house. We never had Kleenex. We always used toilet paper. And I was like, I think it's better to blow your nose in Kleenex. So I'm going to buy Kleenex. That's how that went. Yeah. He, were, these, he, was this your, were those your vows? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's see. On more than one occasion, I've had a booger on my finger, attempted to wipe it on my pant leg, only to discover too late that I was wearing shorts. Am I the only one to have done this? I've never worn shorts, really. So, thank goodness you started this private just there. What is is worse about putting it on your skin than on your pants? I don't understand. Like, in neither scenario have you won anything. Wendy's never bathed her legs, by the way. (laughs) They get clean because the water water is running down. But that was not the correct answer on Twitter. People were upset with people who didn't wash their legs. Yeah. People were very upset with people like me, but I'm just going to be honest about it because I don't give a fuck. But like, anymore. if you wash your hair and it runs down, there is a whole bunch of suds happening running down I your think legs. It's like also, people are right. objecting that you don't like scrub your legs. And also, I just want to say I don't wash the bottoms of my feet, but they get wet, and then when I dry them off, give them a little scrub on the dry, so they get clean. You're all better people than me. I'm a <laughs> garbage pile. <laughs> Tony, do you wash your legs or your feet? I'm. Not always. I'm definitely not as thorough as I am there as yeah. I am everywhere else. Yeah. But I am a regular shower. Every morning, first thing. Really? Yeah. So the booger thing, I don't think any of us do that. But I would like to say to uh, fellas... Don't speak for everybody. <laughs> fellas with mustaches, if you blow your nose and you look at the Kleenex and there's no boogers in the Kleenex, they're on your mustache. <laughs> and stop wiping them on your pants. That's also disgusting. Mm-hmm. Or your leg. Uh, Okay. Um, I have returned expensive clothes after wearing and sweating profusely in them. I did this three times in the last three months. You're a bad person. I have never done that. And I think I know who I see. I know who sent them in, though. Ah. Um, I think it's fine. Profusely sweating. But they're just going to throw those clothes away. 
What do they do with Who the ones they Who have they stolen from? A major corporation, probably. But we're so it's wasteful. Fine. Donate them if you know that's going to happen. It's so important to you to get your money back. Stop sweating them. Choose one or the other. Those are my So thoughts. you feel like if you're going to wear it to um, an ice cube party that Tony's at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You can take or if you're going to wear it while you produce this show, it's okay. Then you can take it back. Because I think if you return clothes and then they give it like a sniff test and go, the tag's still there, it smells okay, put it back on the shelf. I assume that happens. Does that not happen? Yeah, I would think. I always assume that clothes get get circulated again. I don't really know, though. They do put them back, I think, as long as they seem fine. Yeah. I worked in an underwear store and I can't remember what we did. What underwear store? Victoria's Secret. That was like my where I worked in high school and college over the summers and vacations. I did not know this. Yeah. And I can't remember what our return policies were. How was working at Victoria's Secret? Extremely boring. More boring than you can possibly imagine. Just hours and hours of boredom. Is her secret that she has underwear? (laughs) That she's wearing lingerie? I don't know. Victoria's Secret is the underwear. I think that's what it is. It's how sexy they are. Victoria wasn't as, she wasn't as, um, you know, she didn't show off her underwear the way these models do. She was... You think Victoria's over there wearing a set of folded up napkins as her undergarments. Well, she's got a secret. They're actually pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the slogan at the time. I remember we had to say that slogan to everyone who walked in and it was like, oh, I can't say that again. Uh, it was like the Mandela effect. No one remembers that. But anytime you walked <laughs> yeah. in, they would like ring a little bell and yeah. say that to you. So, Victoria, I think she's wearing a couple of folded up napkins as underwear. <laughs> but instead, oh, it's pretty nice. And then you'd be like, do you need a basket? Oh, I <laughs> That was what you had to say to everybody walked out. It just got very tiring. Sorry, I, I was can... looking at the floor. I, I thought I was going into a, um, a Cinnabon. I, I'm sorry to make you say that. <laughs> yeah. People would always come in there thinking it was a Cinnabon. I'm guilty <laughs> to the of a number of times. point where I would keep Cinnabons behind the counter just because I didn't want to see another disappointed face. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, it was nice of me. Thank you. I spent all my wages on <laughs> Cinnabons for confused mall travelers. Did you smell like all of their um, like body washes and that's things like terrible. that? terrible. They're terrible smells. It's mostly like a vanilla cake scent that is awful. I love vanilla cake. Yeah, vanilla cake smells good, but it's not, it doesn't smell quite like it. (laughs) It's like an uncanny valley between the thing and a lotion. Uh, It is not good. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. But it made enough money to, you know. To get me by, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I can't. Believe it. I must There's have no known exciting at some stories point. about it. It's very boring. We got the occasional foot fetishist or some other kind of weird guy, and that ha- was it. How would you know? Like one, a guy asked my manager to take her shoes off, and then he started what? rubbing her feet. What? What? Yeah, Jesus. it's pretty. So, I didn't realize foot fetish people were so like straightforward with it. Most people are probably not, but this guy was unusual. I guess he was there to. Make touch some feet. Yeah. He was going to touch some feet that day. <laughs> what did she do? She like jerked her foot back when she realized that he was going for it. But I don't. I don't I know. Why is that like going the most the exciting? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, Ooh, oh, it was because he wanted to see hosiery. Because you had to wear pantyhose when you worked there. Oh, if you wore a dress. So clearly, this was already a nightmare for he's me like, in many ways. He's like, I could go to the Sun Coast, but my odds are going to be better at. Victoria's yeah, he he was like, "Can I see what the toe of that hosiery mm. looks like?" And then she took it off, and then he started touching her feet, and then she pulled her foot back, and then like he 
skedaddled. That wasn't the start of a great romance. No, it wasn't like when Allison saw your fucking toilet paper. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that was that. (laughs) Sold. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well, this has been a real fun show. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for being on the show. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Rosen. I have a website, AllisonRosen.com. Go there. T-shirts, ringtones, all that. All the Patreon stuff that I Patreon. mentioned. Patreon. Thank you very much, Tony. Um, check out my other podcast, Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. Dave. You just got Fitzdogged. Where might we find you? Um, I'm on the social media things. You can get links to them at DavidHuntsberger.com. The Junk Show is back July 14th. It's my monthly variety show. Should be a lot of fun this month. And I'm doing a bunch of stand-up in late July into September. You can find my material on all the places where you'd get stand-up, Spotify and Pandora. You can buy albums on iTunes. And then hopefully come to one of the shows. The tickets are cheaper online ahead of time. So go to DavidHuntsberger.com slash shows and get some tickets and Come on out to a show. Do it, guys. Daniel? Yeah, you can find me at my monthly show junk show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'm just at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. (laughs) Wendy? I'm just at Wendy Molyneux on Twitter, like always. Tony? That's it. At Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know... And Rosen Show. We had a good time.